Welcome back to the Church History Podcast and our new season. Today, we're talking about Sunday School. The Sunday School movement emerged in the late 18th century in England during a time of significant social and industrial change. It was a response to the horrible conditions faced by working-class children who were laboring in factories and mills during the week and leaving them with little access to education or religious instruction. So, we're going to talk about this movement. Welcome back to the Church History Podcast. I'm your host, Lorelei Stevens. I'm excited to be back after our summer of looking at the stories of the hymns. From now all the way until December, we're going to be looking at the story of Sunday School, D.L. Moody, the start of the Salvation Army, the continuing war between Islam and the West, Randy Crosby, some new Catholic doctrine, and the start of the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons. So many great stories. I've also been working on two projects, and I'm going to announce them in October, so stay tuned. While researching all the projects for this season, I saw something interesting. Sunday school was an important part of all of these stories. So, before we can tell these stories, we have to tell you the story of Sunday school. The story of the start and spread of Sunday school is really the story of four people, so we're going to be covering those today. First, the visionary publisher. Robert Rakes. In the bustling town of Gloucester, England, in the late 18th century, Robert Rakes was a man of vision. He owned and published the Gloucester Journal, a local newspaper. But Rakes was concerned about more than just news. He was really troubled by the state of the youth in his community. As the sun dipped below the horizon on a brisk Sunday evening in the 1780s, Rakes sat in his study, thinking about the circumstances of the working-class children in his town. These children toiled in the harsh conditions of factories and mills throughout the week, leaving no time for education. One Sunday, Rakes decided he could no longer sit by. He envisioned a solution that would change the lives of these children and impact the church and education system forever. On that Sunday morning, Rakes gathered a small group of these children in a room across from St. Mary's Church. He recruited a local woman named Mrs. Meredith as their teacher. The children were ragged didn't know how to read, but they listened with curiosity as Mrs. Meredith began to teach them the basics of reading, writing, and the Bible. Week after week, Rakes continued this experiment, providing these children with an education they had never known. He started calling it Sunday School because it operated on Sundays when the children were free from work. The concept was revolutionary. Using a day traditionally reserved for worship to impart essential knowledge and morality to the children. 
Word of Rake's Sunday School quickly spread throughout all of Gloucester. Other churches and communities took notice and began to replicate the model. And it wasn't long before the Sunday School movement gained momentum. Robert Rake's influence extended far beyond his newspaper. He published articles and pamphlets about the success of his Sunday School movement drawing attention to the needs of impoverished children and advocating for their education and moral development. His writings inspired others to establish Sunday school movements in their own communities. Over time, the Sunday schools evolved, becoming a cornerstone of education for working-class children across England and eventually worldwide. Rake's vision profoundly impacted the church and the education system. It provided religious instruction and paved the way for broader educational reforms, continuing the development into our eventually modern primary education system. As the years passed, Robert Rake's legacy continued to grow. His dedication to the welfare of the youth and his innovative approach to education left an indelible mark on history, forever linking his name to the transformative Sunday School movement, which brought light and knowledge to generations of children who had once been trapped in the shadows of poverty and ignorance. Hannah Moore, a beacon of change. In the late 18th century, in the rolling hills of Somerset, England, Hannah Moore made waves in a world dominated by tradition. Hannah was different than her friends. She possessed an unquenchable thirst for knowledge and a burning desire to see change. Born in 1745, Hannah grew up in a modest household. Her father was a schoolmaster, and it was his library that she discovered the wonders of literature. Her early love for books would later shape her life's purpose. As Hannah grew, she became known for her wit and intelligence. Her circle of friends included leading lights of the literary world. Samuel Johnson and David Garrick were friends of hers. But Hannah's interests extended beyond literature. She wanted to make a difference in the lives of ordinary people. In the 1780s, Hannah Moore became deeply involved in the Sunday School movement. Inspired by Robert Rake's work, she recognized the potential of Sunday schools to provide basic education and religious instruction to the children in the poor communities. Her home became a hub of activity where she and her sisters gathered local children, teaching them to read and write and sharing stories from the Bible. Hannah's passion for education went beyond simply writing, but she wrote series of pamphlets including Thoughts on the Importance of Manners of the Great to General Society. She urged the upper classes to set moral examples for the rest of society. Her writings, and soon her Sunday school movement, was flourishing all across England. As Hannah Moore's influence grew, she also became the center of the abolitionist movement. She had long been appalled at the horrors of the transatlantic slave trade, 
and the conditions endured by enslaved people. Together with her friend William Wilberforce, she became a vocal advocate for the abolition of slavery. We have done episodes in the past on the life of William Wilberforce, and I'll put those links in the show notes below. Hannah's impact on the church, the Sunday school movement, and the abolition of slavery was immeasurable. There was a deep sense of duty and compassion that drove her tireless work in these areas. Through her writings and her actions, she challenged the social norms of her time. She advocated for the dignity and the rights of all people, regardless of their social status or their background. At the beginning of the 19th century, Hannah Moore continued her crusade for change. She emerges as an enduring symbol of the profound impact that one single individual could have if they were armed with compassion, education, and a love for God. She had such a huge impact on society and the church. During her life, Sunday school societies were started to coordinate and support the growing number of Sunday schools. One of the most notable was the Sunday School Union, which was established in 1803 in London. These societies provided resources. They had curriculum materials. They had teacher trainings and they contributed to the organizations and the standardization of Sunday schools. The Sunday school movement provided religious education, and it contributed to the spread of basic literacy and mathematics among working-class children. It played a pivotal role in social reform efforts, including child labor law, by highlighting the need for education and moral instruction. As the British Empire expanded, so did the Sunday School movement. It spread to North America, where various denominations embraced it, especially the Methodists and the Baptists. Missionaries and educators took the Sunday School model to other parts of the world, influencing educational practices in many countries. Today's episode is brought to you by Alexander Henry Coffee. If you use the code CHURCHHISTORY, all lowercase and no spaces, you can receive a 20% discount. If you want some great coffee, check it out. My husband roasts the coffee and let me tell you, our home smells amazing. I'm drinking his coffee right now as I record this and the taste is so smooth. So check out the link in the show notes. In the early 19th century, a young Englishman named Samuel Slater set sail across the Atlantic Ocean, bound for a new life in the United States. Little did he know that his journey would transform his destiny and leave a mark on the lives of countless lower-class children in America. Arriving in the bustling city of New York in 1789, Slater, a trained mechanic, quickly found work in the textile industry. He was hired by a man named Moses Brown, who saw great potential in the young Englishman's skills. As Slater became more deeply ingrained into the American industry, he couldn't help but notice the plight of the factory workers and their children. In those early years of industrialization, young children worked long hours in the factories and the mills, and their education and spiritual development was neglected. Slater was a devout Christian, and he felt compelled 
to address this issue. He had heard of the Sunday School Movement in England, which sought basic education and moral instruction for working-class children on Sundays, which was their only day off. Driven by duty and compassion, Slater set out to replicate the Sunday School Movement he had heard about in England. He gathered a group of children from the textile mills and began teaching them on Sundays. Slater's makeshift Sunday school was held in a room at his factory with a wooden crate serving as a pulpit. Word of Slater's efforts spread quickly and soon other factories in Rhode Island began to establish their own Sunday schools. Together they founded the Sunday School Association with Samuel Slater as the leading figure. Slater, who had initially come to America seeking economic opportunities, became increasingly devoted to the welfare of the children under his care. He wrote pamphlets and articles advocating for expanding Sunday schools nationwide. His writings emphasized the importance of education and morality in shaping the future of America. As the Sunday school movement gained momentum, it spread beyond Rhode Island to other states. Sunday schools were established in churches, factories, communities nationwide, providing education and spiritual guidance to lower-class children. Samuel Slater's impact on the Sunday school movement and the lives of lower-class children in the United States was profound. His dedication to the welfare of these children helped lay the foundation for a system of education that would ultimately benefit generations of Americans. Sunday schools became not only centers of learning, but also places where children could find hope, faith, and a path to a better future. Samuel Slater's legacy is a testament to the power of one individual's compassion and dedication to effect positive change. His efforts bridged the gap between industrial and education, leaving an enduring mark on the history of the United States and on the lives of countless children who had once toiled in factories but were now armed with knowledge and hope. And our last person we're going to look at is William Eliot. In the early 19th century, William Eliot embarked on a journey that would leave a mark on the Sunday School movement and also in the United States. He was born in the rural area of Pennsylvania in 1788. And young William grew up with a deep faith and a burning desire to make a difference in the world. William's life took a significant turn when he attended a Sunday School class at a local church in his small hometown. There, he experienced the transformative power of education and spiritual guidance. And that's when he realized that this simple yet effective model had the potential to uplift the lives of countless children, especially those who came from humble backgrounds. He was determined to share the gift of Sunday school with others. So William Elegant dedicated himself to this noble cause. He began by organizing Sunday schools in his community, gathering children from various walks of life every Sunday to teach them reading, writing, and math, and the principles of morality and faith. 
Elliot's enthusiasm and dedication soon caught the attention of the church leaders, who recognized the potential of this movement to have a wider impact. They encouraged him to spread the idea to neighboring towns and cities. Now, there were traveling challenges in those days, but nonetheless, William embarked on a journey across Pennsylvania, and he shared the concept of Sunday school with churches, communities, and even some schools, and his efforts did not go unnoticed. The Sunday school movement began to gain momentum, with churches and organizations embracing the idea and establishing their own Sunday schools. William Elliott's vision was clear to provide accessible education and moral guidance to children from all backgrounds, regardless of their social or economic status. As the movement expanded, Elliot became a tireless advocate for Sunday schools, traveling across eastern United States to promote the cause. He wrote pamphlets and articles sharing success stories and emphasizing the importance of Sunday schools in nurturing well-rounded individuals. One of William Elliot's most significant contributions was establishing the American Sunday School Union in 1817. This organization aimed to provide resources, curriculum material, and training to Sunday schools nationwide. Under his leadership, the American Sunday School Union grew rapidly, helping to standardize and support the movement. Over time, the impact of William Elliot's work on the Sunday school became clear. Sunday schools were no longer confined to churches. They became vital to American education, instilling values and knowledge to so many children. These schools played a crucial role in shaping the moral and the educational landscape of the nation. William Elliot's legacy is a symbol of the power of vision and determination. His commitment to providing education and spiritual guidance to young Americans, regardless of their backgrounds, continues to inspire generations today. The Sunday School movement he helped champion remains an integral part of Americans' education and religious heritage, a testament to the lasting impact of one individual's dedication to a noble cause. The movement gained momentum when men like Horace Mann, who was an influential educational reformer, and D.L. Moody, an evangelist, recognized the potential of Sunday schools. They believed these schools could be vital in shaping a more educated and a more morally grounded society. With the support of various denominations and religious organizations, the Sunday school movement flourished. It brought together children from different backgrounds, fostering community and shared values. In many cases, these Sunday schools became the foundation of formal education for countless children. As the 19th century progressed, the impact of the Sunday school movement on the educational system and the church became increasingly evident. It promoted literacy, and it installed moral values in a generation of young Americans. In 1865, when the Civil War ended and slavery was abolished, Sunday schools played a crucial role in the education of the newly freed African Americans. They provided education, a sense of empowerment, and a hope 
for a better future. The Sunday School movement endures today through modern religious education programs and a concept of lifelong learning within the church. Sunday schools stand as a testament to the power of grassroots movements, faith, and commitment to education, and shaping the values and the future of a nation. The Sunday school system eventually evolved as public schools became where most people went for their education. The Sunday school movement, which began as a response to social challenges of the Industrial Revolution, ultimately had a lasting impact on the education and the religious instruction worldwide. Sunday schools laid the groundwork for developing comprehensive educational systems and influencing religious education today. In two weeks, we're going to tell the story of one of the children in America who came off the streets and visited a Sunday school. And his Sunday school teacher was a very awkward man, but he refused to give up on this boy. And that boy grew up to be the greatest evangelist in American history. But next week, we're going to tell another story of someone who helped spread the Sunday School movement and also started a whole new denomination, the story of William Booth and the start of the Salvation Army. So to hear that story, stay tuned for next Thursday's episode. I'm Laura Lee Siemens, and I'll see you next week. 